who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me <laughs> It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. Hey. I don't like it. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Hey. That was lit. That shit stay lit. That's just like the best intro ever. Mm-hmm. We did that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, y'all. How you guys doing? <sighs> well, hello, hello, guys. I am Erica Mona. And I am Tommy Yo. And this, this is Cross Culture. I feel like we haven't spoken to you all in a while. It does feel like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So first, okay, let's get some house notes out the way. Okay. First of all, I do want to say for our Apple Podcast listeners, we did not abandon the podcast. We mm-hmm. posted the past two weeks. But something was up with Apple and all of the episodes just posted like on Wednesday. So if you have been missing out on cross culture for the past two weeks, we've been here. We have not neglected you. Apple was to blame. So please go in, you know, listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Catch up on those that tea that y'all been missing. Absolutely. And then, you know, also feel free to check check us out on Spotify iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, like they all just have apps that you could also download as well. Just in case, you know, something like this happens. So, because we only had this issue with Apple and no one else. Okay. Get your stuff together, Apple. But you guys know. How do we like to start, Tommy? Actually, no, before we do that, how are you? Is this our check in portion? Yeah. Of the show? Like, how are you? How, how? Oh my gosh, guys. Any highlights, updates, what's going on? Um, as you all know, the school year started, so I've just been, like, swamped in all of my responsibilities, um, from grad school to being a teacher to being a podcaster, all of that. Um, but I will say, what is my high? Me and Erica have been, you know, taking care of ourselves more. I think that's a high. I think, like, I've been really trying to practice more self-care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, same for me. Highlight is, you know, we're on a little staycation, so just to experience some softness in life. Okay. You know, we got our body massage. Ooh, that was that. Ooh, that was you the know, highlight, baby. That was that was great. It was so needed. You know, we just had a good day. We had we're having good few days and stuff. So that's really the highlight. But I think yeah, same is. I'm looking for daycares for my son, so that is quite exciting. Um, I'm ready for him to be go to daycare now. Oh. Um, so hopefully I find something as soon as possible. Hopefully by next month he's in daycare. Sometime in next month. Oh. But that's fun. Oh my gosh, that's such a big step to like. I know, right? Daycare. Then we're looking for schools. Friend of graduation. Okay. Ah. Moving fast. Well, we give God the glory. All righty. But yeah, Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start with the hot topics. All right. So um, 
You know, we haven't talked about the sad stuff in quite some time, um, but this week we are beginning with quite a bit of sad news. We had um, two deaths within the span of what we recorded. Um, One of those deaths was to Philly rapper P&B Rock. Um, You may know P&B Rock from songs like um, Every Day I'm Lit, Mm -hmm. Selfish, um, and a numerous amount of other features and singles. Unfortunately, this week he was eating at a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in um, L.A., where he was then targeted by some thieves, some armed robbers, um, and unfortunately they did shoot him in that armed robbery leading to his passing. That is very sad. Um, so I want to talk about, you know, the whole controversy that was going on surrounding his death. Yes. Apparently, you know, he was out with his girlfriend, his yes. kid's mother, and they said, you know, she posted that they're at Roscoe's. Uh-huh. And people on social media, even other rappers, and like Kodak Black, you know, he also mentioned that he was, you know, they were like, they were blaming the girl. Like, why would you post your location? Because you already know, you know, you know the type mm-hmm. of lifestyle he mm-hmm. lives and, you know, him being a celebrity. And people are saying she should just go kill herself. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, at this point, like, you were the one who got him murdered. That's excessive. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, here's the thing. I do think that I am not in the culture of posting the location of where I'm at mm-hmm. in real time. I'm not going to act like I don't post stories of like, yeah. you know, like I'll be at a club or something, but I won't put the geo tag if I'm there. Yeah. Right. And I think that with, um, with, cele- first of all, I will say this is not her fault. She did not kill him. It is the fault of the people who murdered him. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just start there. But I do think that there is something to be said about, like, you know, just just knowing how to move mm-hmm. as a as a celebrity, as a target. You know what I mean? I think that's part of the culture that we're in now. When we were growing up, there was a mysticism to celebrities. And part of that was safety, too. Like, imagine if we knew what Leonardo DiCaprio was doing all the time. Where, right. You know, imagine if we knew where some of these people frequented mm-hmm. the way we know now about social media. Like, we know what their favorite coffee spots are. We know right. where they work. Like, we know, shit, when you were at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. So I think that um, with the addition of social media and all of that, it is kind of like, because we're so used to being so open, People forget that like there is a safety aspect to it. I did I did see the Ice T, um, another rapper is from LA was saying like when you go to LA like you should not wear your big jewelry. Yeah, you know things that will like cause negative attraction. You know he was saying like you know none of them all you know included in Snoop and um, Ice, Doc- Cube. Ice Cube, Dr. Dre like they all know not to go to LA with. But you know this also just talks about you know is this. Is it the hip-hop culture? A lot of it is hip-hop culture. A lot of it is hip-hop culture because, like, the, the, you know, the big caveat of hip-hop culture is that um, you can't pull my card. Like, I can go to my hood. I'm good in my hood. Okay, right, You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a thing in hip-hop culture. So, 
You know, but in real life, it's like, no, bitch, I'm rich. I don't need to be out here in the hood with you peons and poor niggas. Exactly. For real. And that's just the fact of the matter, and I hate to say it like that, but I think the a big conversation, like, bigger than the girl posting that was had was, like, a lot of people was like, gee, what you was doing at that Roscoe's? Right, exactly. Like, to prove what? There was a lot of people were like, that Roscoe's in particular, too, is not the... Like, why was it, he there? Yeah, so it's like, why? and dining in at that. Exactly. To be I'm like, okay, it's different if you like, okay, maybe you got a craving, but like, dining in at that, mm-hmm. in the hood, that's like... In the middle of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine just being at Aunt Pearl's or something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's sad. It's really quite sad because, again, you know, the video of him on the floor bleeding was on social media, too. I report. Every time I saw that video, I did report it. Oh, yeah? Because I just feel like, again, this is me. I, I wish that social media was like, don't you remember when we were growing up? This is real, real early in our life mm-hmm. when at a certain time, TV literally turned off. Like, it was just the pew. Yeah, I remember that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was it. Like, by 11.30. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So, to y'all, TV everybody. Over. Yeah, ain't nobody watching TV. Whatever y'all doing in your household. Oh, you see, watching commercials. Okay, you better read your books. Whatever y'all doing, that's what y'all doing. But TV was off. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish social media was like that. I wish that there was certain times. Sense, some type of censoring? Something where it was like, you know, just, I wish that social media could turn off. I do wish that there was like, you know, maybe something happened, a, a big world tragedy or something, and we were Jesus like... Jesus Christ. No, not like I wish for a tragedy. I'm saying like I wish like when a world tragedy or something uh-huh. happened, social media could turn off. Okay. Like we're not now diving in think pieces and theories. Because and, I be thinking people need that like just... Yeah, absolutely. You it's, know? it's definitely like 24-7. Yeah. It's 24-7. And it's like everybody's always, especially with the whole algorithm shit, everybody's trying to jump through. You know, like before it used to be like, I know people going to see me because I'm posting at peak time. I'm posting at one at lunch break. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, I need to have the most outrageous, Mm -hmm. salacious topic for my shit to peek through. doing something crazy, yes. Um, But yes, rest in peace to him. Um, Pray for comfort for his families. He has young kids. Um. Just pray things get better with this, you know, gun violence in general. Another person that passed away was Queen Elizabeth. I feel like, you know, a few months ago, we're like, oh, she passed away from COVID. Yeah. But now, you know, she's like, nah, I'm passing away this time. At that age, what else do you want to Yeah, see? she was 96. Um, she passed away September 8th. Um, and, you know, she was a queen of the United Kingdom and other Commonwealth realms from February 6th, 1952 until her death in 2022. She was queen regnant of 32 sovereign states during her lifetime lifetime, and 15 at the time of her death. And of course, you know, she has, uh, she survived by her children and grandkids. And great grandkids too, right? Yeah. I'm only going to clap. I don't care for the queen like that, you know what I mean? But I think that no matter how you feel about what she did, it's still a feat to live to 96, rule for 70 years, 
You know, all them damn documentaries came up when the queen died. I'm like literally a day later. Like, how? How? Gee, who will be on it? G? Girl, who will be the one? I'm like, I'm how do y'all you. immediately have this information set and ready? They were not playing. It was just a lot of. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that about the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, like I didn't know that. You know, her her being the queen was kind of like literally like her dad died young. Yeah, she was 21. She was like 20. And I didn't know it was that young. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like 25. No, it was 21. She was in Kenya, and then she got the call that her father passed away. And it's like, whoa. And then immediately she had to become queen. So it's just like, think about that, G. You're running countries mm-hmm. from 21 yeah. to 96. I think, yes, the fact that she was a queen for that long um, and just royalty, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think I was just also one of those. I mean, I wasn't like, she died, ha, 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 ha. Like, okay, mm. she, she died, she died. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it just, I think it just reawakened or just showed the ignorance of, um, I think especially we African nations, you know what yeah. I mean? And just hearing different sides of the story too, you know, because she's been a queen for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, and think about all this Commonwealth nations, and you know she's a queen, not just of United Kingdom, but a yeah. lot of African countries, yeah. Caribbeans, islands, all that. You know, mm-hmm. so the fact that you know some people were like, "Oh my God, cry!" We know Nigerians, a lot of us were crying, like, "Oh my God, let's get Ashley before for the yeah. queen." Like what? Um, but other nations, I think Kenya was one of them too. Even South Africa um, were just like, you know her death isn't something that we're acknowledging because she was the reason of, you know, the genocide that their nations yeah. um, went through. Um, brutal genocide. I saw, it was a, you know, as you said, they have documentaries out now. It's a clip of this older woman. She looked like she was also like in her 90s. Um, and she was saying, how, you know, um, they're just fighting for the independence of their nation. They didn't want to bow down to the queen. And, you know, they didn't want to have their own country. And how the, the soldiers, like... Killed all of them, killed their soldiers, and took them to, like, camps and stuff. And just millions of people died. And this is from across nations, you know, not just one country, yeah. you know. So it's sad because, you know, even me growing up in Nigeria, they didn't teach us these things. Like, really. Like, we hail the queen, you know what I'm saying? But just to know that, you know, we've also dealt with the negativity of, you know, just colonization. That's pretty much what it is, you mm-hmm. know. And just to hear what other countries went through. Because I didn't even know it was, I'm like... All right, duh, of course. She's been queen for 70 years. Mm. Yeah, even the appetite, you know, people are saying she, and it's true because it's like, how many times have you even heard the queen talk? Maybe in, in England, though, you know. Heard it. But it's like, I do know we hear? Sound like. I think as we, I think after her death, I was sorry, I was seeing like, you know, documentaries of her, like, oh, this is her. <laughs> it is what she sounds like, you know. But, you know, as a queen, and yes, Queen Elizabeth, all that, she has not said anything. Um, against you know appetite or jim crow laws and everything that was going on that's racism and just all of that no comment was made and um another one i saw she's wearing this you know the the jewelry the crown mm, and the, the ones that they stole yes exactly there's like his 30 characters of this and that and it was stolen you know so i think for me it was just sad to hear the african nations um talk about their experiences mm-hmm. it's like it's you know it's still an ongoing thing you know the 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 consequence of something like that. It's the, the the results are still ongoing. So for me, it was sad. I'm like, oh damn. To me, I was just kind of like, 
I just feel like this is a new culture on social media, to be honest. Of what? Of where we're just kind of like, you know, if every person that was ever of power wasn't utilizing and yielding their power to be, like, activists of some sort, we condemn them, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, you had all this power, but this is what you did, but blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, not say blah, blah, blah to the, to the colonization, but I'm also like, have this shit be politics, bro. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff be, un- it's unfortunate politics, but it be politics. And it's like all of us sit here and benefit from the benefits of politics, you know what I mean? Like, not colonization in per se. I'm kind of drif- drifting the conversation a little bit more. But I'm just kind of saying, like, I don't think people really know world history. I think that a lot of people may have saw one or two tweets about the queen is a bitch and then got on this rampage of, like, we're not going to, we can't celebrate the queen or we celebrate the queen's devil, whatever, whatever. And then this is my thing, too. I felt like it was really weird, maybe because I'm Nigerian and we grew up, like, as you know, knowing so much about the royal family. I found it so crazy that people did not understand the Princess Diana jokes mm-hmm. about like when she see the queen in heaven yeah, yeah. and I was just like how can you all be the same people like on social media saying oh the queen she don't deserve our celebration cause she did this that and the other mm-hmm. but you don't understand that Yeah, that just tells me you don't know shit about the world and the world politics mm-hmm. and like you know what I mean like you really actually don't know so I feel like that is just so dangerous as, as a teacher is, a, is that in, in the curriculum like you guys learn about the no, British Empire. No, because it don't fucking Maybe matter. Maybe for history class, maybe or so. It don't even matter at all. Truth be told, it don't have nothing to do with... I, I, you know... That's an extra knowledge thing. That's okay. like, if you want to be more worldly, yeah. learn that. Okay. But it really has nothing to do with American, like, citizenship of culture. Course, yeah. And you know what I mean? I, I think what I want to comment on, because, you know, you mentioned where, um, you know, it's politics. A lot of things is politics, which is true. You know, but the foundation of that politics is racism. Yes. You know what I mean? Especially when we talk about the Western part, you know? So the fact that the roots is racism and then her family is part of, you know, the history, all of that, you know, yeah, I'm sure even her being a queen or a woman was not easy. I'm just, I'm sure there are certain things it's like, okay, I can't talk on it. Some things that's good. It is good. It is what it is. Whatever, whatever. Um, But, you know, it's still... In the same breath, you could say yes, but if there's something wrong really going on, and you have a a little small power to make a difference, you get what I'm saying? Make a difference. But does she? That's what I mean. Like, does she really? We just know that she's the queen, but and at the same time, we don't know that she doesn't. No, because from what I know of the queen, the uh-huh. the thing is like the queen and all that stuff. That's just kind of it there doesn't for, have as for much history, power as you used yeah, to. Yeah, but not, again, she's been the queen for seventy years. For seventy years, years she's had her so moment, like. But I also that's but like, this thing she never really had a moment to have a she ne- whether she never had a moment or she never took the moment because yes, we know as time goes by, even like in Nigeria too, you know when democracy came in land, you know just yeah, some small you know cities they still have a king and but the respect is not given anymore. They don't really have that much power. They may have power in their small village. Oh, yes. to build a small hospital. But not who controls. It's not. Exactly. exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's but like, the power, as you said, England is different. England has also been the main one who has maintained their own system of government. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. America changed, Africa changed, whatever. But England is the one, like, yeah, they kept the royal family. So even if, yeah, I agree. I don't think the royal family may be as that powerful anymore. But 70 years of leadership, you know, I think, again, as I said, I just, like, you know, just even learning more things about what's happened to other African nations. I can't say that it's not sad and it's not bogus, you know? Yeah, it's definitely sad and it's bogus. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not excusing colo- co- what's it, colonialism. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I think that so often people be putting so much blame or, a, like, things on one person. But it even shows now, it shows that it's even happening under her own news. With her, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that she's 100% innocent. I just don't think she's 100% to blame. I don't think it's like, you know, I don't. I am not a one to celebrate or dance on somebody's grave because of. Oh yeah, of course. Which it's is not my like, thing. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I feel like people are are dancing on the grave, and oh, y'all that she's dead. And <laughs> y'all don't even know the history. Yeah, that, that's my thing. It's like people, honest to God, don't honestly yeah. know the history like if you want to take British away the you know colonization and the okay i guess it's hard to even take away because quite frankly we can't take away because that's you the just foundation. can't and yeah. but if you know you just want to like de- look at the general scope of a, someone being a queen for so long that's amazing yeah yeah and i'm just kind of like i really honestly don't think she 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 was not not that i you know again i'm not a world historian but i don't know a single monumental thing that the queen did with her leadership. I don't they know. They had to come on both nations. I mean, now it's what, 15? Yeah. But, you know, the come on yeah. I guess, I guess, if that's what you want to say. And th- and that's it. I'm like, I don't, see, she ain't make no, no legislation. She didn't make no, 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 no yeah. nothing. No, like, she literally just sat there, inherited her little thing for 70 years, kept it cool. I mean, she traveled, you know, all over the world. She went to all these African nations to meet all the presidents. Okay. So. They love to say that she wasn't really racist. They said that in all the documentaries. They did say that she liked black people. Yeah, you can't like black people, but that's you may not really said. give a fuck about how their lives is. Like, it's saying. possible. That, I do think she liked black people because she's been to Nigeria hella times. She's been you to know? a lot of these African all, she's, countries, If not too. all the African countries, she yes. ha- even when it's the small villages, you see her there, too. She do you, be doing She that. touches them, she hugs them. So, yeah, I don't think she sees black people. I think I she loves the culture. She finds black yeah. people entertaining. They look good, but do I really give a fuck about how their life is? No. Exactly. I, do, I, do I care or genocide is happening? Eh, there's still more black people. You know what I mean? And that, and that be it. People do not care. <sighs> anyway, um, let's switch it up. Rest in peace to those people that died, though. <laughs> Talk about rest in peace to those people, though. <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. So, oh, funny enough, we're in England mm-hmm. with this one. So, Erica, talk to us about Bad Baby. Definitely Bad Baby. She is scheduled to speak at Oxford University. Oxford University is, you know, in Oxford. Is it Oxford, London? England, I believe. Oh, England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for me, what I my question is, why? Why? Because I think now this is what we discussed when we say, like, this social media age. Yeah. What importance, what knowledge, what information is does she have that is that important to have her come speak at Oxford University? I've heard of Oxford University. It's not no small community college. No, it's a world-renowned university. Yes. So it's just like I don't understand nor know why she's that important. These Twitter historians. Seriously, like, honestly, I think that we do not pay attention to how much Social media has shifted our realities. You know, real quick, I'm reading what they're saying. They said, um, 
She'll be dropping some wisdom on life since she started her career as a travel team who went viral on Dr. Phil and has since turned her fame into fortune with a rap career, brand deals, raking in $50 million. Bad Baby will follow in the footsteps of some pretty important people who have stood at the podium, which include President Reagan, Nixon, Carter, Clinton, Queen Elizabeth, Mother Teresa, Malcolm X. Everyone hear those names. Put then you are saying bad baby. Come on. I'm trying to imagine her speech. <sighs> she gonna be like, Yeah, my mama used to just never believe in me, so I really Oh, you never know. Fuck. She might turn that turn that down and put her, her white girl proper voice on. You're right. She Does may she ask, have one of those? I don't know. I've never heard that from her. I do think she's legitimately white trash. But hey. Maybe. I do think she is definitely white trash. I don't think and that she has Italian. a white proper voice. <sighs> but but I'm, for me, it's like, okay, now, girl, if you really want to learn about what she's going through, she has she has a um, Snapchat little TV series. Do she? Yeah, she did for a second. Oh, Lord. YouTube her. Go to her Instagram if you want to pick little gems up from how she's doing OnlyFans. OnlyFans is what's really giving her money. I, I just definitely think that we do live in a culture where people give false titles to. Yes. And, but like, um, like the conversation was, um, I, I was listening to a couple of podcasts and the conversation was about the Hollywood stars of fame and how it just seems like when we were growing up, that was like such a prestigious thing. Like to get a star in the Hollywood walk of fame, you had to be like a huge celebrity, yeah. no shade, no tea, but it just seems like as of recently, they've every, been passing that shit out. Every fucking they've been passing media, that shit out. you know, invitate the Met Gala to be invited to the Met was like mm-hmm. the Met. Like you were that bitch. As we hear Kim Kardashian says all the time, she didn't get her own individual invitation to the Met. Until she was married to Kanye. Ah. Every time she, you know what I mean? Like, we we hear, and mind you, that's Kim Kardashian, who we know has been whatever. You know, she had, by that time, she already had the show for a yeah, couple of years. She had, her, she had her own thing. But these days, TikTok stars are at the Met. They sure are. So, TikTok, star, TikTok stars that just dance. Yeah. That like, do small choreography or some stupid comedy. The Grammys, the Oscars, like, social media has really, like, um, watered down some of these accomplishments that we really grew up thinking were so prestigious. And it's like, I mean, of course, yeah, like, you know, whatever field or what you work in, yes, you could still be successful. But if we're speaking arts, let there be class to it. It's not, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. even on social media, it's not even like these people have talent. Okay, now, like, this new thing going on social media, the, the white girl who's talking about, period, uh, period, period, literally, she's singing... Period on, period at, and sticking out her tongue. And people are and remixing. People are doing the duet with her now. Acting like she just created some beat. This is someone that's like, obviously, she's just not a black girl because I went through our TikTok page. She has, when she has, when she doesn't have the big lashes, she doesn't have the weave on. She's like a regular lame white girl, G. <laughs> not regular lame. No, like really. Like plain, those type of plain white girls. Like her name, Molly. I just, you know, I, I also think that as black people, we have to like stop feeding into. We, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. We feed like, into it. Like, then I we get mad. I don't know exactly. I don't know how many conversations we're gonna have about how we are the marketplace. We create. We we drive the culture. We do this. We do that. But then, like, we're so careless with what we feed into. Like, there are so many black kids 
black little girls that's the same age, probably got the same aesthetic as her, mm-hmm. that are probably doing, you know, rapping, doing whatever, coming Absolutely. up with do and we do not hype those kids up. If anything, we'll be on here internet talking about, oh, they need to get their ass in school. They distracted. But you all will sit here and hype this period and white girl. It's fucking ridiculous. It's it's really crazy to me. So before I know it, her, she, she would be going. Like bad baby. She would be going around um, giving speeches. Period, uh, period, ah. Uh. It's ridiculous, please. I was just so annoyed. You said that shit serious. It's into her period, uh, period, ah. All right, but um, shit. Speaking of people that need to be serious, I wish these people would have been a little bit more serious with their career. So let's talk about what's going on with Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears. So not so long ago, Aerie Spears was already in the media for his comments about Lizzo, right? He made those egregious comments mm-hmm. about Lizzo out of nowhere. Shortly after that, um, allegations came up against him and Tiffany Haddish. I said Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish um, from these underage children that they evidently did a skit with mm-hmm. some years ago. Now, in the skit, it was a young boy and the girl. So, um, reportedly, during the time of the skit, the young boy was seven. Yeah. Because there's a Jane and John Doe. The John Doe was seven, and the Jane Doe was 14 during the time of the mm-hmm. skit. And what the skit is about is the... Um, it's based on the eyes of a, ped- a it's pedophile. It's a pedophile. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a pedophile. So you'll see like Aries. Um, what it is is like Tiffany is the mom and she leaves her child with Aries. And then you see Aries like basically watching the kid, like peeking through newspaper holes and all type of disgusting shit. And the child was wearing his underwear, you know. So it's just basically trying to, de- you know, depict what it looks like from the eye of a pedophile but it's really creepy it is super super it's, super creepy. you know it's weird it's like ah, ah come on so y'all really sat down and really did this thing and you two you're really looking it's just yeah it's, it was not necessary it, it was is, points when he was like rubbing down the chat it was very much like you know tiffany did come out and you know she she went a different way than aries so they both have now made statements mm-hmm. tiffany says that you know uh, upon watching the rewatching the videos you know, there's nothing funny about it. She does not find humor in it. Mm-hmm. She cannot talk fully about the case because it's an ongoing case. But, you know, in hindsight, she regrets doing it. Aries, on the other hand, straight up. Extortion. He's saying this is a shakedown. He will not be extorted. That, you know, they're trying to run him for his money and he ain't going. Aries needs to just go ahead and just retire now. Just, just. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You have to really be careful of, you know, we're all trying to make it. And sometimes you may think, you know, again, social media. Because, you know, you, you feel like you have to do the most outrageous thing to catch people's attention. Uh-huh. You have to do something crazy and so inappropriate. Something that's going to be sh- shock value. Like, oh, my God. But it's in a, it's it's wrong. Yeah. You, gotta, you, gotta, you have to think. Everything is not immediate fame. And then it wasn't, it didn't even make them popular. Honestly, the shit was literally not funny. I might have folded. Honestly, you know me. If the shit was funny, I might have been like, ah, it was a funny ass skit mm-hmm. though. It had it was really weird. And then they tried to make it seem like, oh, the whole point of this is to teach people be careful who you leave your kids around. We ain't need that shit from y'all. Nothing y'all were not the ones. And I like that too. I've always known that Tiffany had his goofy ass ways was gonna get her in trouble. I've said it. She overly goofy. 
She's overly goofy. Oh, no, and, it's too goofy. And I've always said that, like, she's not funny. She just be doing, she's just a specta- uh, spectacle. Yeah, I think that's why she is popular, because white people find her stupidity hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, look at her, ha, ha, ha. You know, she, she thinks that they're laughing with her, but they're laughing at her. Look at this black woman acting a fool. Ha, ha, ha. She said fuck. Ha, ha, ha. What the fuck? Her shit don't be funny, really. I don't know why it was so funny that you said they found her stupidity. You That's know? what it is. It's not nice. It's not even real comedy. Yeah. It, it really is like her dumb ass. But Aries, I don't know. He look like death is upon him. So he yeah, really it's... needs to like chill out. He really needs to go ahead and pray, detox, meditate, all those amazing things. Because mm-hmm. no. He's going through it. Um, in other news, Ray J also seems like he's going through it. You know, Ray J has been posting and discussing things about, you know, the infamous sex tape he had with Kim. So apparently now he's saying that it was a whole setup. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe people didn't know this already, right? Yeah, it was it was <laughs> he said it's a whole setup that Chris was the one that told him to go and reshoot this movie at this specific location in this way to make her daughter look better. Because in the first video, it wasn't, you know, highlighting her daughter well. <sighs> and he said how Chris is sick for watching their first videos. Basically, he's saying Chris was the director for the second video. I mean, she, she probably was. Here's the thing. People have to pick a narrative. Mm. If the narrative for the past whatever years has been... Chris, you know, Chris will do anything. Chris is the manager of managers. The Kardashian family used, literally, we say it all the time. They're famous off Kim sex tape, so on and so forth. Is this news shocking? Is this like, uh, like, to me, what? What's the purpose? What What was the catalyst? What made him, was like? I th- I, and exactly, like, let's seriously, like, unpack that, right? Like, let's unpack that. Ray J is really trying to make it seem like something went wrong with this business deal that he also benefited from. Yeah, because he sure did. Because you signed the papers, right? You like, signed the you were We were not first to do this. If we remember the trajectory, what happened was the sex tape came out. Kim Kardashian went on to go date Reggie Bush. So we attached her to him. Ray J did for the love of Ray J. Mm-hmm. Ray J did love and hip hop. Ray J continued to make music. Ray J didn't give a fuck about this until Ray J was on his last reality show. And why is it now that she's divorced from Kanye that he's also doing all this nonsense? He could, exactly. This is an easy popularity scheme, but now he could really do it because Kanye doing it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, yeah. Because Kanye out here acting a fool. Mm -hmm. So now he could do it too because... Shit, Kanye don't care. Exactly. He he already talking about Chris, Chris John Oon and this and the other. And you know, as usual, Kanye has been in the news for his rants. Girl, I'm talking about his ass. It's for his things. Thing. And I just feel like, you know, I saw a tweet that said Ray J and Kanye have to stop screaming that the Kardashians are racist once it doesn't go to their way because, because you were with them for the whole four, five, six, whatever years, and you, you were comfortable with that. Okay, the and now you're saying they're racist. You did not know that. So is it now that your, your eyes just open now? Really? Yeah, it's like you guys have to stop trying to gallivant the black audience and get black people to fight your dirty work. Because that's what it, that's what it is. And I feel like as black people, y'all should be insulted that Ray J and Kanye would do such that they really think that. 
that we are just so blind in our support and in our and our canceling of people mm-hmm. that all they had to do is come up here and tell us what is fucking common sense and expect for us to now fight that battle against the Kardashians for you. It's ridiculous. Makes absolute no sense. After you enjoyed this finish, now you're coming and shouting. And for the record, I do want to say, because the way Ray J Khan was trying to make it sad, I was like, oh, Chris put us up to this sex tape. I'm sure what happened is what happened with a lot of celebrities at that time. What happened? Where they had a sex tape. They probably got, it probably legitimately did get leaked. And rather than just have it be leaked and deal with legal, they partnered up with a porn company and had it distributed. Mm-hmm. That is what Mimi did. That is what Paris Hilton did. That is what Lindsay Lohan did. That The only person in our history of sex tapes who legitimately had a sex tape leaked. Pamela? Uh, yes, it was Pamela and Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, that shit was a business deal. So, I, I don't know what Ray J wants us to do with this information. I don't know either, but it's trash. It's not needed. Thank you very much. Seriously, like, what, what now? Let's talk about something happy, something bright. The Emmy Awards recently happened. Woo! <laughs> and there are quite some winners. Um, Lizzo won um, the Emmy Award for Outstanding Competition Program. Her show called Big Girls. I know I don't watch that show. I don't know why. Give I don't it up watch for the it. big girls. I, I think maybe I'm like, did I even know about this show? I feel like oh, I did, really? but not really. What what is it on? HBO? Amazon. Okay, but she won that, which is awesome. Um, the other nominees were RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul, I think, already won like three times. Yeah. Another one is Nailed It, The Voice, and Top Chef. Um, let me see. Another winner, Zadaya. She wins. Zendaya. Zadaya. She wins 2022 Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. She was amazing in you for like. I, I know the episode that won her that Emmy. I do because oh, really? that it was like an episode. I think it was like episode seven or eight of the season. Um, essentially, it was just like a really bad like you know she's a drug addict on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like a really bad um, relapse. And that episode, honey, when I tell you, I was in tears. Really, I was in tears. I said I was in tears doing this. This is it. Everybody, everybody performed, but Zendaya was doing that. Mm. And um, some big winners of the night, Cheryl Lee Ralph finally mm-hmm. won an Emmy um for best supporting female care uh, female actress in a comedy, mm-hmm. and um following that was Quinta, yeah, also Quinta Brunson, the writer and creator of Abbott Elementary, um won for best writer in a comedy. Both of those women made history. That night, not only was it that sure Cheryl Lee Ralph's first Emmy, um, she's also the second black woman in history to win Best Supporting Support, Actress. Yeah. Um, followed by Jack A. Harry yeah. in 1980. It was when 227 was out. It was for her role in 227. And, you know, um, she mentioned how it definitely felt lonely to be the only winner mm-hmm. of all of those. Because I can imagine, you know, like, who are your colleagues that, oh, we've also won this together. And, like, she's the only black woman. Can you imagine? Wow. Like, it took years, over 20, 30 years. Yep. For another black woman. Mm-hmm. But I'm very, very proud of Cheryl Lee Ralph. You know, she, um, her, her speech was so inspiring. 
Mm-hmm. Her speech was everything. Um, but, you know, we do have to talk about Quinta. Quinta yes. Brunson. Yes. And that amazing win as um, one of the, I think maybe the second black person. Yeah. And the first black woman to win for writing a comedy, which is awesome. Shout out to her. But the big part of that night was Jimmy Kimmel um, committing to a skit during her perform during her speech. So what was happening was like he basically had a, a skit like right before where he was like quote unquote too drunk from the margaritas or whatever. Okay. So he was like blacked out on the stage. So somebody else like introduced the category. But so, he was fake blacked out. But he was fake, was fake blacked okay. out because it was a skit. So Quinta wins. Yay, Quinta wins. And she comes up there and she literally says, she says, hey, Jimmy, wake up. I won. Mm-hmm. He don't move. Okay. Okay, I guess he committed. Um, so while Quinta is giving her entire speech, Jimmy is on the stage the whole time. On uh, the floor? On the floor. So all of black Twitter and everybody's enraged because they feel like, you know, it was like a colloquialism for what it feels like to be um, a black woman or a woman of color in these white spaces. Like, no matter what we do, we're literally sat here and overshadowed by the mediocrity of whiteness. Um... But, you know, some people are also like, you know, it's, it's some comedy shit. Comedians, hosts. It was like, yeah, maybe it was poor taste, but I don't think it was a, a racial mm-hmm. a racial motivation. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's just a little bit of both. Reason being because simply when white people do stuff, they don't have racial motivation behind it. You know, it's like, oh, I, those who are ignorant really be like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I think this award show's, they tend to play stupid jokes like this. Yeah. I would have heard the one with this guy. What? Bora. Oh, I forgot his name. Um, he's this South Asian. Uh, is it Bora? Borat. Have you seen that show? Oh, Borat? Sasha Cohen. Yes. Yeah. The one he did, it was one time he did one where, like, you know, he's just also, also being over the top and doing yeah. this crazy shit. But it was one of war show. He also did the most. And it's like, wait, is this really happening on stage? Is this fake? Is this real? You know? So they tend to do the stupid shit like this. Yeah, for sure. They tend to. Um, but I can see how it could be taken that way because white people be like, oh, no. I just definitely think it's just in poor taste. Yeah. And I think that, like, the fact that she acknowledged it, like, when she first said, Jimmy... I won. Wake up. I won. That should have been your cue to, okay, the joke is... I think that was her silent way of saying, hey, get the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I do not think... I think that some of the the rhetoric of it took away from her moment and did this, yeah, that, and other. And, I'm glad uh, he didn't disrupt her while she was talking. Yeah, things. you know, and, you know, um, the irony of it is she did go on his show a couple of days later. And I think to remedy the situation, he did allow her to... Have a, mo- a moment. Have a moment. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think that, like, for me, that don't take away from her moment. The moment is she is a black woman that won. Just think by the way she, where she came from. From, Look, dang, you got money yeah, to BuzzFeed. To it's black like, woman's wow. Yes. To, it's amazing. So, yeah, to see Quinta. I didn't know she was married, honey. Went to, oh, she's married? Yes, it went to her. Um, was it black woman? Yeah, it oh, went to her, her speech, and she she thanked her husband. I said, oh, you better have a husband. I'll, even, like, Cheryl told, like, you know, her thanking her husband and her kids. I'm like, yes, it's important to have such a supportive mm-hmm. um, partner. Because, you know, people say, is it possible for you to, 
you know, live your dreams, you know, really be successful in your career if you're in a relationship. Yeah. And, and it is. It is very possible if you have a supportive partner. Yes. You know, if anything, it'll help make it easier. That is very, very important. It's a love language for me now mm-hmm. in this phase of my life. I need whoever I'm with to understand the brands yeah. and, and mm-hmm. support it. So Absolutely. I, I'm happy for them. We are happy for the black women at one. You know, as always, we are always rooting for everybody black. Yes, so. always. So there's been some rap beef going on. Oh, the rap girls. Shit. What are they doing? They tweeted and talking about stuff. And you know, recently, um, Nicki Minaj she featured um, how many girls on the Super Freaky Girl remix? So Akba, who else was in it? JT. So yes, the Queen Queen Nicki Minaj dropped the Queen mix for Freaky Girl mm-hmm. featuring. JT, Bia, Akbar, um, who who was that? Malibu Mitch. Malibu Mitch. And Katie. Katie, Katie got, got bands. All right. So that Queen Mix, hardest thing out here. And of course they had the girls. Y'all did well. All the girls were shook. You know what's hilarious? What? For years. These two no no, let's really talk about it. <laughs> these little girls, these little chicken heads, sat here and acted like all they needed was validation from Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Oh. They really sat here and was like, Cardi like me, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. I got some for where the Cardi ain't dropped a, a popping song for real since WAP. Oh, are you sure? Drop what the songs at? Oh, does she have a song with um? With just because she got a song with Lil Durk and Kanye, don't no, mean Lil Durk and Kanye. Um, what's this girl's name now? This girl that was also in the, this that's also in the singing group. That she she Summer Walker. No, 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 no. The other dark skin girl. She was in a singing group with all these other white girls. She Normani. Sings, yes, that's Normani's song. But she, oh, okay, okay. It's not. It's not gotta be song. Damn. Yeah, so WAP was really her last song? Maybe Up. I think Up was after WAP. Okay, but continue. But yeah, but like, yeah, all these little girls really tried to make it seem like Nikki's relevance and her importance wasn't necessary. And now here we are in 2022. After the Nikki hate train has finally come back to its stables, you know, Nikki is back on top and the world is shook if. Because after Nikki dropped the Queen mix, all you saw was the girls on the internet getting mad, throwing subs, talking about, oh, the industry is rigged, the industry is hard, they, these bitches so fake. So you feel like, you know, that's them stuff treating Nicki Minaj? I They're mad because they didn't get to be on the remix? Part of them, some of them. Okay. Asian Doll trying to talk about so I'm the queen of drill. I wish Asian Doll would stop saying that. Yeah. I wish that she really, like, you really got to stop. Just because you was sleeping with Vaughn, that don't make you the queen of drill. Oh, not sleeping with Vaughn. Because that's, that's what it is. And even when you were, people didn't know you were. What? Yeah. Like, like we didn't I, really I know how Vaughn was together until he died, man. So rest in peace. Yeah. So, yeah. Asian got to cut that out. Queen of drill. Everybody know jewelry, jewelry Clinton. One and only Katie. That's it. That's all. Like, that's the only queen of drill. All jokes aside. That's the only queen of drill. Then all this other stuff that the girls are saying. Um, what's her name? Corla Ray said something. Then there was also the drama because you know Nikki has Queen Radio. Mm-hmm. And Nikki going Nikki. She always gonna say things. There was a drama of Nikki saying that her and one of the girlies got into it 
because they made mention of um, she should get an abortion. Yeah. So, like, I guess they offered her a drink, and she didn't want to drink. And she was like, oh, you know, I'm not sure if I'm pregnant or not. Uh-huh. I'm trying to wait it out. Uh-huh. And they were like, girl, you can go to the hospital for all of that or something like that. So yeah. she said that left a bad taste. Now, the rumor has it is said girl is Megan Thee Stallion. Hmm. Do you think it's Maggie? I really hope not. But it's possible. Okay. That's what I was looking for. It what the fuck? It's not about you're looking for. No, because I'm it's like, possible, it, it's that's it's possible. It's possible with men. It's possible. Yeah, and just you know, I think, and I think she's, and I, you know, I think if it was if it was Meg, I don't think she said Gregor hospital for that out of you know being malicious or sure. uh, you know negative, but just being again ignorance, city girl, hot girl. I'm a summer girl. Talk. We drink all day, all night. That's the night giant. The night giant me is popping out. Because the Nigerian me said, are you people made to even be talking like that? Okay. That's the fact. Because if you people, yes, you say something like that to your mates. Yeah. You know, she's not your mate, G. She's 30 something. When she talking about something, I'm trying to see if I have a baby. Then chill, yeah. G. You know, come on now, 30 something. If a woman's here, you anything about, I'm trying to see, I'm, I may be pregnant. They talking about it openly. That mean chill out. They want that baby. Chill. Oh, exactly. That's what that mean. That mean like chill out. They low key want a baby. Like put you know. This is something serious. Your thoughts and prayers yeah. are with us. So it's like, G, she not your set. Your set is when you come in making those small jokes. But even no, no, no but even still, it's just it's like, an inappropriate you know, it's like, joke. It's so inappropriate. But it feels more natural with your set. set yeah. Because at like yes, at 24, 25, 26, the girlies we do be making jokes about abortion. That is a joke that young girls make mm-hmm. in those early 20s. Yeah. You know, it's taboo or whatever, but we all, we, we've all made the little, like, girl, look, I'm going to have to go make it do what it do mm-hmm. off that. That is our early 20s type of joke. That is not a joke you engage with with women in their mid-30s. Yeah. Unless they engage it with you. That's the only time so you should engage. So you saying it's Meg Thee Stallion? No, I'm saying, saying talk, no, no, no. I'm saying like you for sure. I'm saying whoever made then, that statement. Yeah, no, it's mates. What if it's their mates, Nico? What if it's their mates? It's stupid comments. Okay. If you're mates, you should know better. Yeah, that. I wonder who it is. Well, Meg too. I think Meg to be tweeting nonsense just to seem like she into it with some people. You know, these these girls they be fake. They know what they know what they are doing on social media. They all stop each other. They are stopping themselves. Quite they frankly, they really are. They just stopping themselves. So it's nonsense. Who had the best verse on the Queen mix? It's not Bia for me. No. I'm just doing you know process of elimination. Um, who else was it? I liked Akbar's actually. I was gonna say I like Akbar. I really like Akbar, and Bia's. I like Katie's. No, I don't hate. I don't hate. Um, but you know that was just an easy one. I knew for me it wasn't. No, they all did really well. Yeah, it was all cute and sexy. Yeah, the least memorable though was Mitch. Yeah, I love her, but it's her. Oh, you love her? Yeah, I, I do. I like my first song. Oh, okay. I like her voice, but she's not really playing anything else as as popping. True. Okay, so let's transition to TV. So right now in TV, <coughs> you need to start watching House of Dragons. What is it called? Dragons. Oh, have you been watching it? Yes. I what know, what is it called? I didn't Dragons know you of House of Game of Thrones. I, thought you were I did. No, I did. 
I didn't know you finished Game of Thrones. I did, but I'm also not a crazy. I'm not really that much of a fan for me to be like, let me go back and watch. Oh well, then we can't discuss this. Why? But I knew what's going on. It's not the same. You got to be like a fan. Girl, boom. I'm a fan that I'm watching now. You watching it? I'm not because okay. I'm a fan enough that I want to watch Game of Thrones. No, but that suspense understand. is part of it. No. Of which it is to be waiting. Anyway, when you when you start watching it, I guess we'll talk about it. But it's decent so far. It's a lot of cre- it's some creepy stuff going on. That I'm like, mm. start watching it. At least it's already four episodes out. Watch, watch I don't it. I want to watch it yet. Uh, I want to rewatch Game of Thrones. First. So how many months is that gonna be? Yeah, I might wait till the shit might be season two before I really get into it. Anyway, but those who watch it, you know what's going on. It really creeped me out. I'm like, ah, why is this happening? It shouldn't be happening. Because of the incestual shit that they be doing. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It was too much. It was too much. It was too much. Between my uncle and a niece. But it wasn't one of those like, oh, maybe, you know, they're doing eye language. You know, you you know, eyeing each other, mm-hmm. or maybe bumping each other, in, you know, shoulders. No, you're kissing and grinding. Yeah, Whoa. Game, game of Thrones go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you really go there with it. And then I asked him about, I still have my virtue. I'm not lying. I have my virtue. Girl, boom. <laughs> not the virtue. <laughs> Somebody she got to be a virgin. Anyway. Oh, Lord. It's, a, it's good. But what we are watching, what we've been watching, is some real Housewives. Mm-hmm. We've been rewatching Housewives. And I was just telling Erica, like, had we had house, uh, had we had the podcast while Housewives was still on, mm-hmm. there's some things that I would say. Yeah, what would you say now? Okay, so let's talk about... There's a couple big issues that happen on Housewives. Some, mm-hmm. like, notable situations. Uh, I think one of the biggest notable situations is the du- the sex dungeon. <laughs> candies. With candy. So those of you that do not know, essentially what happened is we have some cast members, Phaedra and Portia, who were friends at the time. Phaedra used to be best friends with Candy, and she no longer was best friends with Candy. And in her building of her friendship with Portia, she might have mentioned that Candy drug wanted to drug Portia to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Right? That's essentially the rumor. Long story short, reunion comes, and we find out that Phaedra made this rumor up. Um, so whereas Portia was going around, you know, kind of, propagandizing it like oh Candy, you wanted to drag me you wanted to do this it really was a lie and it had no validity and keep in mind this was during the bill cosby time too you know um apparently so because of that time period um kenny did mention that she had people on her social media commenting and calling you know calling her bill cosby mm-hmm. candy you know, candy, drug, you know, that things of that. Yeah, Candy Cosby. So here's what I want to say. And I've always wanted to say this. And I have a platform, so I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. Portia Williams, to me, was damn near more at fault than Phaedra Parks in that rumor. Being on the show and being as big as it was and it becoming a thing. Because... Portia is the one who brought that dumbass rumor to the show. And she brought it to the show maliciously. And she continued it. Like, she kept saying it, knowing damn well. First of all, you got to know this about Candy. Candy doesn't drink, nor does she do drugs. So why the hell would you believe a random rumor that Candy was going to drug you to sleep with you? Well, she said it's not a random rumor because she heard it from Phaedra. It's still a random rumor. 
Right, because if I heard it from Phaedra, I'm still going to take it as a random. Like, it's still random. But she said, specifically, she said, she asked Phaedra, and Phaedra said Candy told her. So Phaedra didn't say, oh, I heard just stuff. Now, Candy later on said it during the, the reunion, but you can tell she's backpedaling. But she said Candy, she said Phaedra said, Candy told me that we were going to drug you. Anyway. This is where we say you got to use your good sense. Mm -hmm. You really do. Because here's where it's like, huh. Did Was there anything leading up until this that would make me believe that this girl would drug me? Like, for real. Like, somebody going, like, Erica, you know me for half our lives, right? If somebody came up to you and said, hey, yo. I heard Dami say that she had... It's not the same relationship. You can't compare it. With... I mean, okay, you're right. You can't compare it. Let's think of somebody that we generally know. We know a lot of motherfuckers generally, right? Like, say somebody that you know we, we, in, we in pretty good cahoots with, right? And you told me. But that's not the same relationship. It's either. not. Because they weren't as close as you and I. It ain't like Shamia told Portia. Okay. It's like a bitch they just started kicking with. That's even another thing. It's like y'all low-key just started kicking for it. Yeah. So basically you're saying it is Portia's fault for that whole thing is Portia's fault. For it to be what it became, yes, it was Portia's fault. Mm -hmm. Because I think that it was really just general, like, when I think when Phaedra said it to Portia, it was Kiki. It was like, I I can almost guarantee you, she was like. But it passed Kiki when she said that she asked Phaedra three times. And it's still the, you said the exact same thing. I think that she never, if it's Kiki, you know, like even if, okay, we're just, that's where Phaedra fucked up. And sometimes we're being, you know, there are moments where you're like, I am just being overshady towards this person. You know what I'm saying? But after you're like, girl, I'm just talking shit. That's what I'm saying. That's where, that that was Phaedra's fuck up. Phaedra's fuck up was that, okay, you should eventually tell Portia. Like, girl, like, and then you see the way, and the slander of it came from Portia. It did. It did. It, the slander of it came from Portia. Portia said so many other things, too. Yeah. She did like say too many Portia things. made it. But, and I do think that Portia, as well, should have not been allowed back on the show. Yeah. Because you were very much part of the whole scheme. You know, you, you're part of it, you know. So she definitely did turn into victim that moment when she started crying. But for me, I'm just like, Phaedra, you too, really? Yeah. Because you saw, you know, you know, when did it happen that it really just broke down the order of events? Because you're like, okay, this stuff was happening step by step, step by step. So the whole big up, big, you know, fight that they had in Maui, you know, at that moment, it should have clicked out. Phaedra, like, ah, 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 this girl like is I taking, she's taking this thing seriously. This yeah. thing is really blowing up yeah. because Phaedra is not sharp. Because this is her second chance. Her first chance was the whole lesbian accusation. Phaedra was in that conversation, wasn't she? True. Portia was the one who said it, but Phaedra was in that conversation. She even said Shamia is fucking them. So that means you're even saying, yes, Candy yes. and Shamia have lesbian stuff going on. And Portia agreed. Said, exactly. But Phaedra, you can tell that she, she does play really dirty because that moment, she almost got caught, but at that point, you should be like, okay, girl, let me pull Portia to that because so, this has become a little bit too much. This is the Scorpio and Phaedra. Mm -hmm. As a Scorpio. She's vengeful. I would say that she eventually I, as a Scorpio, I will speak to that. I will say, damn, that Scorpio Venge do be getting us. Because she that, wanted that, to bring some type of shame it, to Candy. It, it, that's she wanted it to. Because it was like, it, it was almost like, this is too good to be true. Me too, I was shocked with all of them. Like, ah. Yeah. Like, she, girl. She was like, I was just talking shit, but 
I guess I got caught up and These I let it go. These bitches are going to war. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let it happen. Yes. That and that was Absolutely. it. That was it. She she thought that it was just gonna be like, because I'm I'm telling you, I can almost promise you, the words she used wasn't even tried to drug you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Portia who's Portia added that sauce. She probably sort of like. Girl, you know, you know that pink candy and tie them. There's some freaks over there, girl. You know how freaky they get to, girl. Look, shit. I know they had their eye on you looking all good and scrumptious how you do. They was going to get you real lit with that. No, the drug part was what Phaedra added, though. So it's Who, not even, no, I think no, that that's, that, what, that's what makes it bad because it's no, a drug. No, I think because that's what it's already at, been established that even Portra is a she. Portra is the aggressor. At, po- this Portra. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, what are you calling? <laughs> that Portra. <laughs> no, you said like three times. I said, "Well, it's no what? Why who? Portia? I said it with confidence." I'm like, no, but Portia. What the fuck was I saying? Lord Jesus. Um, but um, you know, but that drug part is Portia what Portia added that. No. When did Phaedra say it's that? Phaedra, that? That's the whole thing. No, that's what I'm saying. Portia was the one who came on the but, show but and I said know, but that. I was saying it was really... Yeah, no, she did. Yeah, but I'm saying it's already been established because you're saying that Phaedra probably just said it to her, like, girl, you know they're attracted to you. But it's already no, been established saying, that Portia even likes them. No, but I'm saying the part that she probably... Not the drug part that she added, she probably didn't say they tried to drug you. What are you saying? I'm she saying she probably said, girl, you know, they tried to get you real lit. To mm. do, you know what I'm saying? Like, girl, they tried to get you real lit. And Portia probably was like, Lee, what you mean? She's like, girl, you know, they be into some things. I'm sure that's how, like, wow, it's they just. That's if you're a fly on the wall when you're having this conversation. I was, I feel, you know how many times I've watched this episode? Wow. No, I watched that season, man, Tom, because I was like, nah. Something about that shit never connected to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah. It absolutely. just never, I was like. Even for me, out of nowhere, I'm just like, oh, wait, this is a, a serious. Oh, I didn't know this is serious yeah, allegation because I'm, I'm used like, to them talking so much. I mean, yes, it, it is. Shade, it definitely was a definitely. It, it, yeah, it's bogus. I think because of the climate of what was going on at that moment, the whole drug exactly. and stuff. That's what made it. But I think, you know, actually, we all believe that that didn't happen. Yeah, it's false. And if anything, they said like they said, um, Todd is now Marvin. He be going to different cities, talk to different exactly. girls. You and sleeping, all of that was you who? a lesbian for seven years. Portia said of that. Yeah, Por- and uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like. And she never took accountability. It, for it the, the, for it to become a case. Like, had it even, honestly, had Portia even just said it that one time. Yeah, it might not she kept even saying been, it. But Portia kept fucking, the whole season, she was like, da, 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 da. so I'm just like, that was Portia that made it that. And I think at a certain point, at a certain point, it's like, what is, how do Phaedra come in and be, because the girl saying it's strong too. It's like, what kill a different fire brother? No, I'm like, damn, G, relax. It's like, G, come on now. You know you ain't hit up from nobody but me. Mm-hmm. That's another thing too. You know when it's like, and then it's like, okay, then it's like, if Portia, she knows she's doing because it's like, all right, you see your friend ain't saying stuff, then that will give you common sense. Because for me, I'd be like, I damn now, why are you not jumping into I, this okay. conversation? But I see you not jumping in. I'm like, okay, there are some holes in this situation. I want to straight. Let act, me calm like, down. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, let me keep quiet, and then let's have a conversation about it. I'm like, gee, you was mighty quiet, boy. When we was at the table. She didn't say nothing. I would have said like just like that, like damn, you was quiet as hell when we was at the table. Like, that was bogus. But yeah, girl, I know it's always itched to me. It's always itched to me. Okay, but here's another good question. So we're talking about housewives. Mm-hmm. What do you do if you and your husband, God forbid, but you guys are like nearing divorce? Mm-hmm. 
but you find out that he has a terminal illness. Mm. How do you handle that? Do you stay with him or do you proceed with the divorce but support him from a distance? Damn. It de- it depends on why we're getting divorced. I think that may play a role as to how I may decide to handle the situation. Like if we're getting divorced because he impregnated another girl and he's having a baby, I'll see for up with the divorce. But I'll be there for you. You know, so I'll probably still help out and, you know, all that. Be a care caregiver to you. Um, but I will still separate myself. Like I don't want to be married to this. Yeah. Well, if it's like, okay, we're not getting on long, or maybe some financial stuff, I may be able to say, you know what, okay, let's try this again, you know. But it, it does make it hard because, as you know, so when, if you're, when you're constantly sick, sick people tend to have horrible be- uh, moods, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because they're in pain, you yeah. know. It's not, I can't imagine cancer, going through yeah. chemo, all of that, what goes on in your body, mentally, emotionally, physically, all that. So I know that, People who are sick tend to be mean, um, but we're also not in their positions to really know how it feels. Yeah, I, I mean, would, what would you do? Would you forgive your husband? Would you be with them? Here's the thing: I think that you know what comes with the wife part of that is taking care of you. So just yeah. me knowing the type of person I am, I'm gonna take care of you exactly, regardless because you're going through that. Um, I probably wouldn't present you with the divorce papers at that moment, especially if you, you know, you kind of already. When when do you present it with the, the divorce paper? If they're go- only gonna get worse and worse, that's what I'm saying. We might be at that till death. So you might you might as part. well pre- present it like okay, you 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 know your mind is clear right now. No, I'm trying to see if you get to that death do us part or not. Damn, that's that's it. To be honest, like if if you make it past that, you know what I'm saying then. Like we can revisit okay. the conversation. You know what I mean? But, but if you make it past what? Death do us part. So after they die or if it was? So if you don't die, we can we talk about the visit. But what if it takes months to a year, two years? Because even, even Craig's journey wasn't a six what month. Craig? <laughs> Craig. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, what? I'm horrible with names. I am so. I'm like, when did I become this bad with names? You know, you do better than me though with the names. I mean, so I get the idea. Like, I'm close, but I just say the wrong ass. And Greg, damn, what was I about to say about Greg? Greg was going through his sickness for some time. For some time, but he had remission, right? So Mm -hmm. it was like he had those up and down moments. I mean, it's hard. I think that that's when love comes in, right? I think she could handle it better though. I don't want to say, maybe now you know. Let me, let me not say better. I'll say differently. How so? What are, What are the things that you're like? I think because again, we know, and I think her feelings are definitely valid, but we know how overly dramatic Nini also is. I think you have such a stigma on Nini that you just have you like see everything that Nini does as that. Like you have deemed no, like I Nini think, over dramatic. So every time, no, Nini no, no, no. Role, I think I think before yes, I used to like oh this dramatic bitch is too much. But now that I'm watching over again, now I'm seeing. I'm like oh okay, this is what I missed. Do I think every bitch is is dramatic and fake. You have to be some sort of dramatic to be yes. on a reality, sh- reality TV show. But Nini does, to me, she does the most. But again, as I said, her feelings are valid with her husband, you know? Mm. And she did even say, apparently, maybe he was cheating her with somebody or whatever. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I think I really have, her feelings are definitely valid, but it's just like how the other girls are. Whenever she wants to cut deep, she cuts deep, mm. you know? So it's just like, I get it. 
I'm not saying you don't what you feel is wrong, but it's just like as I said, still be a little bit sensitive towards the situation. You I know? think she was sensitive to the situation. She just was messy about how it because it's like she wasn't mean to to him. Mm-hmm. She wasn't mean to to uh Grouse for call him Craig too. <laughs> she she wasn't mean to Greg. She didn't disrespect. I don't think. Him. I didn't think. She, I didn't what, think she was mean. I don't. No, I'm I think saying she what, could have where been she, more sensitive. But she wasn't insensitive to him. Where okay. she messed up was she let her feelings, how she felt about it, she put on the internet. Mm-hmm. That was where she was messy. But she wasn't insensitive. But it also, but you know, it just also shows some sort of lack of sensitivity to the whole thing. You know, so it's just like because that's with not him true. finding out, it's but gonna make him. Saying, but that's he not also true. That's what said she's it that's, made him feel but bad. That's what to she's saying. That. She's like, it's not just about how Greg feels. Mm-hmm. Just because Greg the one going through the cancer, I get that, and I think, and I, and I think, like that's it's a, the same way you you be signing up for Nicki Minaj. No, and, but I'm, no, t- no, t- I'm, I'm t- I mean, what's on a Nini? You know, it's the same way you say I have a, a certain no, way, I'm but saying, the same I'm, way you tend to, in a way, it's like no, you're giving excuses. I'm not giving excuses. I'm trying to tell you what she said that I was like, oh, that is a perspective. Mm-hmm. What she said was like, I think because when you hear cancer, obviously you want to be automatically empathetic yeah. to the cancer. Yeah. Right? But she was like, but that doesn't mean that the person with the cancer is not being horrible. Which and I not, said, her feelings are validated. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. But I'm like, but for you to be like, oh, well, she wasn't being sensitive because of how it made him feel, I'm like, how we know he didn't push her to the point where like she just I think what Nini was saying was like I wasn't trying to do it just to like shit on Greg mm-hmm. what's his name Greg uh-huh. I was doing it to release how I was feeling of course and, and that's, that's what, what I'm saying. they but all I'm, do but I'm, I'm saying, just saying me I didn't like, like the way it was done like if that that's hurt his feelings me. that's a happenstance that's what I'm saying it's like she's saying that like in all of these situations. Because I'm the louder one, it always gets to be made. Of, like, of course, I'm but not, you're the loud one, and you said sometimes you say the wrong loud things. That's you know, not it's, fair. As oh that, my goodness! No, for real. As somebody that be Lord. like, I be saying stuff that don't mean motherfuckers is not wrong. How you do? I said, me. excuse me. I said sometimes. I didn't say no, all but that's the time. What I'm saying, but that's not saying that's not saying that people are not wrong in how. Of course, but I'm again. I'm specifically talking about how she's handling or how she handled that situation with Greg. And I'm saying, me, I do not like it. Again, I validate her feelings. She has a right to feel that way. I get it. If someone is sick, you know, even us when you're you're cramping, whatever, you don't want to talk to anybody. You're moody. Leave me alone, whatever. So I can imagine all of that. I'm saying she is valid in it, but just the way she talked about, it, the way she handled it. It just showed a lack of sensitivity. Not saying that was her intention, but again, I've been watching the show for years, and I also do feel like she's the type that when she wants to talk her shade and shit, she will cut deep, and it do be, be like a damn bitch. Like she be going in. I enjoy her; she's entertaining, mm. but to me, she's over dramatic. I typically don't. I'm not really a fan of people who are super dramatic or do the most or must make a scene. Kenya does the same thing. You know what I mean? So I'm not a fan of Marlo. Like at this point, she get kind of people like okay. It's entertaining, but that's just how I feel, mm. you know. And I stand by it, you know. But I again, I get how she feels. Um, I just think she could handle it better. But so, would you stay with a man? You said you will stay with a man. I wouldn't. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's like what stay with, you know? Like, ah, yeah, I would care for you, but I don't think I would like. If I was like, oh, we was already getting divorced. But what about the situation of why did I get married, Jill Scott? Oh, you yeah. don't remember the part two? You know, she married. Okay, so she married the police officer. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember from the part one. Yeah. She married a new guy, finer, yeah. younger, whatever. But now her ex husband now has cancer. Right. And he called her like, 
you know, I guess because she's still the next of kin on certain situations, you uh-huh. know, certain medical things. And he called her and she went there to see him and take care of him. And then the husband found out and it was a big issue. Yeah, I wouldn't have did that. Damn. I moved on already. I'm in the You wouldn't have taken care of him? Hell, no, we and she home. did it only for like a day or so. It wasn't like, you know, she was his caretaker like forever. Yeah. Uh, I think I may. I may. I think, you know, it's, it's something that needs to be discussed with my husband. Am I going to be his primary caretaker? No. But because we shared a life together, you know, possibly have a child together, like, I would, you know, maybe if I go see, even if it's once a week. I would. You know, I would. I would. I would ex-husband. send you some prayers and love. Because <laughs> I'm already married. To me, yeah, I'm I get already, it. If I'm already in the home, it'd be different if, like, oh, I was still single and you were my last uh-huh. attachment or whatever. I'm already in a whole other marriage. I was in you. I might make you some food once uh-huh. or something like as a oh, good gesture, but I wouldn't be like, now I'm involved in your caretaking. I'm checking on you once a week. Like prayers up. I'm going to look on Facebook. Damn, no prayers yeah. up. You're going to look on Facebook for the status. <laughs> Woo! Not, for the status. Is that cold? It is cold, G. Oh, fuck that nigga. <laughs> no, I feel that though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, last question about housewives. How okay. would you feel if um, your friend gave you a tip that your engagement, your proposal was about to happen? I'll be upset. Why are you giving me the tip? Did I ask you for a tip? Like, what if you didn't know when she gave it to you, but then retroactively you were like, bitch, you could almost. Absolutely. I'll, okay. I'll definitely be upset. Why now? Yeah, Come I feel on like now. that's the crazy. As the setting and the place is like, no, you didn't do that. Yeah. That was so crazy when Kenya did that to Cynthia. Yeah, like Kenya know what she be doing too. Cynthia is such a fake friend, but we'll get in that. In no, Cynthia is fake. Fake she, as hell. No, she's, she's fake as hell. That's I'm like, I can't, it'd be so Cynthia, sad to Cynthia me because like, man, those little quiet sneaky bitches get away with it. They're so evil. Cynthia's evil. Lord damn, I don't think it was that deep now to call her evil. But no, okay. Cynthia got some evil ways. G people just don't evil be evil ways. She do. You just don't be peeping. Cynthia low key got some ways too. Okay. Um, let's go to our next uh, favorite segment of the episode. Analodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, goof ass. So the Lodo of the week is Chrissy Teigen. Um, so in 2020, she lost her child. Her son named Zach, you know, she was a couple of months pregnant. And when she made the post, she stated that, you know, they're in shock and, you know, in, in deep pain to learn the loss of their son. They try to give the baby fluids, but the baby, you know, it didn't work out. You know, just, you know, it just seemed like it was a miscarriage, you know, or uh, uh, what's it called? A stillbirth. Yeah. So now she tweeted and said that. Um, the miscarriage that I had in 2020 was actually an abortion. It was an abortion to save my life. Unnecessary. What's your thoughts on that? Unnecessary. It, it, to me, it was... I be feeling like Chrissy Teigen is who y'all really think Kim Kardashian and them is. Ooh. Like, for real. I be feeling like Chrissy is really... She be trying so hard to be America's sweetheart. Mm-hmm. She tries so hard to be in these, like conversations of 
of like I'm a dynamic woman. Mm-hmm. She wants to be the face of something so fucking bad Absolutely. that she throws herself in these random kind of, like this was her trying to throw herself as the forefront of abortion rights. Yep. Girl, get your goofy this shit happened years ago. You just came out talking about you pregnant again. We were just trying to be happy for you and now you came out with this lame shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was so crazy. Dumb. Absolutely, it's it's like so. What what is the message? Like, what and it, and it, it wasn't like she said it when you know the whole abortion law thing was going on. We're like, okay, maybe let her join the bandwagon. But she but, came through her truth. Exactly, but she's like, for what? You waited two years later. You yeah. know what? She's probably about to drop a book. Right, something. She's probably about to drop a book. You know they. You know they as well. They do their own. You know media come out to awake people. Like, hey, so it's gonna make people think. Oh, let me buy that book. John Legend would be so much more if he was married to a black queen. I don't know why. And I don't know why he married her. Seriously. John Legend. She's ghetto. John Legend is a fucking EGOT. Damn. Let that say, John Legend is a She's EGOT. ghetto. She's she ghetto. is bringing him down. If yeah. John Legend was with a black queen, mm-hmm. we would regard him in the same right that we regard B Absolutely. and Russell Williams, Wilson Wilson, and Sierra. It's w- her. It's her. She's she ghetto. bringing him down. Look at you, this Filipino trash. And it's not the first time. Like, she's always doing some nonsense but stuff. Then, you know, maybe looking drunk at some award show. She's always acting out. Yeah. Went to go marry his video vixen. Nigga. <laughs> Seriously, where your people at? Let them come talk to you, John. I know, right? It's time to let this one go. All right, all right. Uh, but on the flip side of that, let's talk about um our care for the culture. So our care for the culture this week goes to a Chicago mutual aid group called the Love Fridge. Um, what they are doing is they have Chicago's first ever solar powered community fridge. Um, and it is running right now in Inglewood. There are 24 fridges in Chicago. Um, one of those is the Inglewood fridge that I named. And essentially what it is, is just a, it's a fridge where people can come and drop stuff off. And, you know, obviously homeless people, those in need of food. So I hope people don't. So if you could drop stuff off, I hope that other people can just come and randomly steal your things. It's not a stealing thing. It's a community fridge. Okay. So if like I say, is it in a store? Is it in a shop? No, is it just on outside? The street. They're on the street. So who's? So do you stand by and wait for it to? No, it's just literally like if I have, let's say, and with it being refrigerated, it gives a lot more, right? Because right. say I wanted to donate fruit. Okay, if I want to donate. Okay, you know what okay, I mean? okay. So now people who are in need of food, be it they a homeless person, whatever, if they walk past and see this fridge, they can go and see if something is there that they can eat. Yeah, that makes sense. That's awesome. So it is really just great, and I and I love seeing things like that, especially um, knowing how much of a food desert Inglewood mm-hmm. and a lot of the South Side is. It, it's great. You know, you you wouldn't you would be very surprised to see the people that benefit from things like food pantries, uh, of course, food deserts. It's not even you know, it's not always just the homeless people you see on the street. Oh yeah, it's it's kids, that, single moms. You know what I mean? Yeah, know. kids whose parents are working all the time and they need dinner, absolutely. You know, like absolutely. so support things like that. Again, the name of the coalition is called the Love Fridge. So please look that up if you want to donate um, to the Love Fridge as well. Awesome. Anything else that you'd like to add to the podcast? I just want to say that I love the villains. <laughs> What's the meaning of this? I love villains. Clearly, we know that bitch. Okay, I just want to say I do love villains. I don't care. 
Everybody has a villain origin story. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to end the episode with a quote that Cheryl Lee Raff said, um, you know, for her winning speech. She said, to anyone who has ever, ever had a dream and thought your dream wasn't or couldn't, wouldn't come true, I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. This is what striving looks like. And don't you ever, ever give up. Her story is so inspirational. She has been in the industry for what's over, what's 50 years, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think 51 years. Yeah. And now she is winning her first Emmy. So just keep striving for the best. Believe. Do not give up on yourself. Believe in our podcast. Listen to our podcast. Share our podcast. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. And this is Cross Cultured. <laughs> Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me comfortable to a donkey. Oh, Lord, oh, Woo! Hey, it is Erica Mona. It's and this is Cross Culture. You know how we like to start.